Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the seventh episode of Into the Specialist Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moriarty. As always, joined by John Kell. Had some nice social distancing roller hockey fun with him today. That's going to go up on the YouTube channel. Holy shit, Donald just fell out of my chair. Um, <laughs> but that's going to go up on the YouTube channel in the near future. Uh, and we are not joined by Alden Twist tonight. He thinks wiffle ball is more important than us, which granted it probably is. But um, <laughs> we're joined by diaper line line mate. Coram Nichols back again from the first episode. Probably going to be yes, a regular, sir. somewhat regular co-host, hopefully. Yeah. I assume you're not doing anything. If, you know, no, I'm, not, I'm really not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, lots of free time in the near future. Exactly. But um, so we have some interesting projects coming up as a group. As I said, uh, John and I, we have our social distancing roller hockey video going up soon. Uh, stayed six feet away the whole time. Don't worry, John. Do you want to tell everybody how that ended? Though, actually, no. We'll let them watch it. Um, yeah. Let's just say he didn't do well. Uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but, um, he was also wearing roller skates that were like way too small, so you can't really knock him for that. But um, so yeah, I, I've been doing some ROM hacking lately, and uh, NHL '94 is really easy manipulated code wise. If you want to learn more about that, check out NHL94.com. But um, basically, I thought that we could, obviously, NBA Jam, one of the greatest video games of all time. I was thinking that we could do NHL Jam and make some fun teams. You know, not just pick the two best players from each team, but do some theme teams. And that's what we did. Uh, we did a ton. We did, you know, like, you know, international teams, best players from each decade. We did, you know, divisional all-stars. So a lot of great players are in this game. We also did favorite player teams. We also did some pop culture stuff. So get ready to hear a, a Letter Kenny roster, Mighty <laughs> Ducks roster. Uh, you know, NCAA Specialist Podcast roster. You can put us up against Spit and Chicklet, see how that goes. But um, I think it came out pretty well. So um, hopefully hopefully you guys like this. But um, who wants to – I guess we'll, we'll just read our own rosters. Um, yeah, sure. I'm going to start on Canada. Um, I have – I mean, center and wing don't really matter because, you know, it's two on two. Um, I got McDavid and Crosby as my starters, and McKinnon, Weber, and Price. Well, McKinnon, Weber off the bench, then Price and goal. I didn't want to take guys who would be on other rosters as well. John, you want to go with Russia? Yeah, just thought I'd mention we only can use uh, one player. Like, like you only can use each player once, so you couldn't double up on players for lineups. Yeah, that's why, like, John, I think you saved Ovechkin for your favorite team, even though Team Russia was yours, right? Yes. So no spoilers so i'll stop <laughs> all right so starters for russia i had artonia panera and nikita kucherov and on the bench we had andre svechnikov and evgeny milkin and a goal andre vasilevsky then you also did sweden do you just want to actually we both did sweden i guess a little bit but i just want to read that one yeah sure uh starters uh elias Pettersson and philip forsberg and on the bench, we have Nicholas Backstrom and Oliver ekman Larson and uh, Jacob Markstrom and goal. It's Peterson, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. You know, like, butcher his name. We don't butcher your name with just one <laughs> syllable. Um, but I, I, I had Finland. Uh, we have Sasha Barkov, Sebastian Ajo, Miko Rantanen, and Miro Heiskanen. Probably butchered that, so sorry for making fun of you, John. And in goal, we have two... And John, you a Team USA, correct? 
<laughs> yes, uh, Patrick Kane, Austin Matthews starters. Really do not like Austin Matthews. Not a fan, but uh, didn't really have a choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and on the bench we have TJ Oshie and Johnny Gaudreau in a goal. Connor Hellebuck. Oh, I put Hellebuck on uh, my uh, central All Stars team. I have to change that. Go with Bennington. But um, Corum, Corum, you are now. Up. Would you like to read your veterans roster? Yes, I'll read my veterans roster. Okay, so for the starters, I have David Vaquez and, uh, as it says, Hurricanes legend Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> Apparently, he was on the team for five days. So that's, that's a right there. <laughs> then on my bench, I have Jay Bowmeister and Justin Williams. And for goalie, I have Lundquist. Justin I did not see that. Justin Bustin Williams. Justin yep. Bustin Williams. All right. important. I had the rookie team. Um, there are two picks on here who might not have had the best season, but high ceilings. And, you know, they headlined the rookie class going in. Their hockey cards still sell for like $300. So don't try to tell me they're not going to end up being good. Uh, we got, you know, Quinn Hughes and Cam McCarr as the starters, you know, get that defensive minded offense yeah, to I mean- kick it off. Off the bench, we got uh, Little Jizzy, Jack Hughes, and <laughs> Capo uh, In goal, we got Elvis the Pelvis, Elvis Merzlinkus. <laughs> Capo Kaku, next to Yakupov, don't have me. Well, he was a second overall pick, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, for 70s legends, um, best players in the 70s, we have Phil Esposito and Guy Lafleur as our starters. Bobby Orr and... Uh, Bobby, 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 Clark, I bet, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Ken Jordan in that. Corum, would you like to read the '80s legend? Oh, did I do the '80s legend? You did the '80s legends. Oh, my bad, but it's a pretty good list. You still want to read it? <laughs> yeah, let me just pull this up real quick. Um. <clears throat> okay. Oh my God, what is it doing? All right, for '80s legends. All right, for the starters, we have Wayne Gretzky. And I don't know this guy's first Steph name, but Curry. Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, of course. Um, and then on the bench, we have Stastny and Coffee. And in goal, we have Fur. Grand Fur, yes. Yes. Try to get him on the pod, actually. He's got a public email. So, yeah. Anybody, pretty much anybody with a public email, like they have it in their Twitter bio or on Instagram, I've sent them an email. Uh, it's not really working. But <laughs> <laughs> Shoot your shot, you know. Yeah, for that, do you just do you just copy and paste the same thing for everyone? Does that hurt? No, it's it's pretty similar. I mean, I just try to be nice to people. Uh, the, the the format, I mean, like it's like it's sort of like like there is like things I try to hit. I try to like talk about like what we're doing. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I try to say like what what they've done and why that like why that intrigues us, you know. Um, but no, it's not the same thing every time because everybody's different. You know, like if someone's older, I'll go with like a hey, mister, you know. <laughs> like I reached out to Paul Coffee too. I was like, hey, hello, Mr. Coffee. But when I reached out to like Pat Shea, it was like, hey, how's it going? Like, you know, okay. it was more casual. Mm-hmm. Um, for 90s legends, uh, we got Lemieux and Yager headlining that group with Hull and Bork coming off the bench and Patrick Wan, that tough choice between Hashik and Rua. But I mean, Rua did actually, I mean, got a cup. So, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. All right. For the 2000s legends, we have Daniel Alfredson, Pavel Datsyuk as our starters, Joe Thornton and Jerome McGinley as our backups, and Marty Broder and Matt. 
That that must have been hard to pick for them. Yeah, yeah. There, dude. There, there are so many good players in the two thousands. Like it's not even, not even fair. Marion Hosa, Martin St. Louis, LeCavalier, Kovalchuk, Brad right. Richards. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I was trying to find another like Hurricanes legend type joke. Oh, Rangers legend Marty St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's actually there for a while though. So he was there for like two years, right? Two or three? More than five days. Yeah, more than five days. Uh, <laughs> then I think Corum. Did I do the two thousands legends too? Yeah, yeah, you did the two thousand legend too. I thought that was green. You couldn't tell. My bad. Uh, you can read the list if you want. Sure. All right. All right. So for the 2000s legend, we have uh, Alfredson. Wait, that's Rob. No, no, 2010s legends. Oh, Sean, all right. All right. My B. My B. All right. Yeah. So we have uh, Jonathan Toast. That's yeah. Uh, then we have PK Subban, Zidane Chara, uh, Joe Pavelski, and Jonathan Quick in that as well. There were less options for that one because a lot of the guys were already picked for yeah. Yeah. national teams. Um, I didn't want to take guys like would-be all-stars like Kopitar I thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, but Atlantic stars, uh, all four words except for the attendee here. Uh, we got Eichel, Marner, Pasta, and Point with Anderson backstopping that group. Um, all very good, very good players. Um, I mean, Point's the best analytically. You know, you know Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is one of the nine first line forwards in Tampa, but um, but no, he's pretty good. He's fun to watch. Anderson's a little weak, but uh, it's okay. I mean, I think all most of them. All the others were taken. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. All right, so for the Metro All-Stars, we have Matt Barzell, Andrei Svechnikov, and on the bench, John Carlson, Mika Zvenjad, and in net, we have Ilya Samsonov, rookie sensation for the Capitals. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> All right. So for the Pacific All Stars, we've got uh, Anse Kopitar, Matthew the Chuck. Even though I spelled that wrong in the spelling bee, you can't say it either. It's okay though. Uh, then we got Leon Dreisaitl, uh Taylor Hall, and Flurry. And am I you put the uh, Central Stars on? Yeah, that's you. I put the Central All Stars. I guess. Okay. We got Mark Shifley, Tyler Sagan, Roman Yossi, Alex Pietrangelo, and Jordan Bennington. Surprised right. to put Yossi and Ellis. I wanted to mix it up a little bit. I tried to pull guys who actually made the all-star team. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right, now for the uh, all-time goons, uh, a.k.a. Legoons. <laughs> Legends. Legoons. <clears throat> All right, so we have Terry O'Reilly. Uh uh, he's also known as a Tiger Williams, Domi, Semenko, and Hextel. And I, thought you, I thought you meant Rana really there for a second. I was looking No, no, no. And 2020 draft, uh, we just got some of the top picks. We got Byfield, Lafreniere, Alden can't pronounce that. <laughs> you know, we're to point that out. Drysdale, Stutzel, and Askarov. John, you're German. Is that the correct pronunciation of Stutzel? Stutzel, but yeah, it's okay. Stutzel. Uh, Askarov. That's it. Then, John, it's your favorite team. Yes. So, let's go Let's go over that. All right. So, on the on the ice to start, we got two caps. Uh, Alex Ovechkin and Jacob Brona. Bias. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's my favorite team. My favorite players. What do you mean, bias? <laughs> There's no bias in my favorite players list. <laughs> oh, really? 
Yeah. On the bench, we have William Carlson and Connor Garland. Had to mix it up a little bit. And in net, we have uh, Robin Leonard. Um, my favorites, um, again, absolutely no bias at all. We got Forsberg and Solani headlining that group. I made sure to uh, make sure they didn't get on any of the decade legend lineups. Uh, we got Stamkos oh, yeah. coming off the bench. <laughs> And we have multi-sport superstar Bo Jackson also coming off the bench. <laughs> um, he, was, he was in a commercial, and he wore a Canadian jersey and, like, full equipment. So he counts NHL player. He put on a jersey. Um, then we got Ben Bishop in net, my main man, Ben Bishop. Uh, he liked one of my Instagram edits of him when I was, like, 12. You know, shout out him. Um, then, Coram, your favorites. Yeah, so my starters, I got Eric Carlson and Patrice Bergeron. And then on the bench, I got Matt Duchesne and Milan Lucic. And then yes. Matt Arena. Kind of went for some speed and some <laughs> toughness there. Kind of my style yeah. player. Elite speed with Milan Lucic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the toughness. <laughs> then um, I'm just going to read off the one <laughs> favorite player Alden provided me with that didn't get taken, Tim Thomas. Uh, <laughs> the others he gave me were David Orr and Marshand, all of which I think made appearances elsewhere. Did Marshand appear anywhere? David else? Did not I don't think Marshand did, did he? I don't think Marshand did. All right. Then I'll put, oh, yeah, you know, I probably saved Marshy for him. So that's it. Alden has to fill in three spots. Um, then we got the Letter Kenny team. I mean, that's just Joan, Jonesy, Riley, Shorzy, Schultzy, and Squirrely Dan. Shorzy Dan. <laughs> We got the Mighty Ducks, Banks, Conway, Reed, Portman, Goldberg. We got the Chiefs, Hanson, 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 Dunlop, and Lemieux. <laughs> we got Spittin' Chicklets, Biz, Wit, R.A., Grinnell, and Portnoy, because Dave Portnoy does the goalie challenge. He actually tried it out for the Panthers, believe it or Sh- not. Shout out to Biz having the lowest-rated card in NHL 2K. <laughs> the lowest ra- I think he might be one of the lowest-rated players in 2K10, yeah. <laughs> Bar-down squad, we got Jesse, Luca, Corwin, Z, and our good buddy of the pod, Vincenzo Arnon. Uh, we got the ENS podcast team. We got John and Sean and Alden as the starters, because we are the regular hosts, with Corwin and Michael coming off the bench. Um, for, just like usual. Um, and we have the <laughs> Highlander. Uh, Xavier Leflem, Doug Glatt, Ross the Boss Ray, Anders Kane, even though he's the bad guy, and Markel Beltoir. Then things get weird with the Instagram All Stars. Um, there's not there's not really any goalies in like hockey, Instagram hockey YouTube, so we put the hockey guy in that figure. He I mean he knows the sport. Probably playing. Uh, I was gonna put Pavel Barber in that because of how to goalie, but I mean he's just such a weapon. Um, so we got starting, we got the bar down boys and we got Nasher and Pavel Barber coming off the bench. Then another sort of legend team. We got just red army, all-stars, Karlamov, Fursov, Bobrov, Fedisov, and Trediak. Just a brief, just a brief announcement about, you know, NHL jam. Um, I just cut, had to cut a little early. Uh, we had a meme team planned. I didn't really like the way that came out. So we're going to add in the Chicago Bulls, our original NBA jam. And also, we are changing the goalie for the Instagram All-Stars from the hockey guy to Kane Van Gate because he actually, you know, he's the beer league legend. You know, he's uh, one of the best goalies of all time. I don't know why I didn't think of him while I was making the roster. I just watched a bunch of his videos yesterday before doing this. But um, anyways, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we're going to cut to that interview now, although I am probably I probably announced that on the actual, like, original recording of the podcast itself. So I am becoming redundant um, if I wasn't already. But anyway.
that's really all we have for that bit. We're going to cut to something else. It's our interview with Olympian John Bloom. Great guy. Awesome interview. I was super happy to have him on the pod. Um, I think our first guest who actually stood up for an NHL game, no? I think so, yeah. But again, great interview. We talk a lot about what you know, hockey in Europe, KHL, stuff like that. Tips us off about some prospects. So if you're a big draft guy, you know, check that out. But um, we're going to cut to that now. And then after that, we're going to come back with a new bit. We've never done it before. So go listen to that. No ad read from all these things. Sorry about that. Still no shy, park shy, installed. So wins, no friends, we skip those. Truffin this in my way in the heaven, my hit that gate, might fall from grace flat on the concrete, real street runner. Uh so I was just wondering first and foremost if there was a uh, a language barrier in your league. Uh not so much in Sweden. Uh but definitely when I played in Russia, uh the last four seasons previous to this last one. Um yeah, definitely. I had no idea what was being said or what was being, you know, coaches when he was drawing up drills or even in the games, you know, when he's talking on the bench, you kind of have no idea. You just kind of kind of just worrying about yourself, to be honest, which is kind of refreshing at times. But yeah, definitely uh, in Russia, there was a big language barrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have like some sort of translator to help you kind of navigate life and hockey when you were in Russia? Um, yeah, at the rink, there's a few guys, uh, that spoke pretty good English and, uh, you know, during team meetings and video sessions, you kind of just sit around them and, you know, every, every few minutes they would translate what's going on and kind of what the coaches want. And then, um, outside of hockey, uh, you know, definitely that was probably a big, big adjustment, which took me a couple months, you know, just trying to get a taxi and going to the grocery store and you know, even ordering at restaurants. Um, thankfully, in Russia, a lot of the restaurants uh, have pictures, and you kind of get just point and guess, and kind of, you know, like you said, if something looks good, you point at that picture and hope hope it looks like the picture, and hope it comes out like that. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's your meal. But uh, being over there for four years, you know, uh, year by year, it got a little easier. Mm-hmm. What was the um? What was the the thing that you thought was going to be good, but ended up being like the worst? What, what was the biggest surprise, I guess, food wise? Food wise, um, let's see. Well, you know, you you hear about borscht, uh, the soup, uh, you know, beet soup. Basically, it doesn't look very good, but actually, it's very very tasty, and I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, uh, Russia, you know, the food is a little. A little bland for me, you know, you kind of got your basic, you know, meat with white rice and not a lot of like spice, you know, being from Southern California, you know, I like, like a lot of flavors and a lot of, a lot of spiciness. So, I mean, after my first year there, I would bring my own hot sauce and stuff like that and bring it to the rink and (laughs) put it on my pregame meals and stuff like that, just to give it a little flavor and a little, little shock my taste buds. (laughs) Was there a, sort of a special? Was there sort of a special bond between guys who spoke English over in the KHL? Yep. Yeah, that's the big thing. Uh, you have five imports on each team, and uh, you basically live with those guys. You know, you're you're all in it together. You know, most of the time, pe- people's families aren't there, and you know, so you go to dinner every night together, have a couple of drinks, and sit next to each other in the locker room, and you know, you're all going through like the same feelings and emotions because you're so far away from home and you're in Russia and 
it's just different that's for sure but you have that you know that bond and connection with each other and you know usually imports are playing with each other on the line so you have to be good and uh you have to gel well because if you don't you know they'll fire you pretty quick what was it like playing in the all-star game over there yeah it was different um it was funny it was actually the the first time i've ever been booed at an all-star game um, <laughs> It was so bad. Like the, the, no one was really like skating and trying. And then the score was like, I think 27 to 24. It was something Holy ridiculous. Shit. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> and uh, the fans booed us after the first period. And I'm like, this is a freaking disaster. You know, we, we should just try a little harder, you know, just to make some nicer plays and kind of yeah. get the fans excited. But yeah, 27 to 24, it was uh, pretty brutal. <laughs> So um, in the WHL, you played for the Vancouver Giants, and uh, they won the Memorial Cup. I mean, well, you guys won the Memorial Cup when you guys were the host city. What was that like? That must have been awesome. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, my first year in the league, we we won the Western Hockey League and went to the Memorial Cup and uh, lost in the semifinals. Um, that was in Moncton, New Brunswick. And then the next year, um, you're hosting it, and we lost game seven, uh, double overtime to medicine hat in the whl finals and then we got in because like i said we're hosting it but um to play in vancouver such a big city and have that tournament there it was you know playing in front of seventeen thousand people it was so exciting and to be able to win it on home ice and uh and a hell of a game that's something i always remember that's for sure and i always remember the last few seconds you know just I was on the ice and turning around, throwing my stick in the crowd and skiing to the goalie and taking everything <laughs> off. It's, it's a pretty cool moment. That's awesome. Uh, one of the most memorable moments from that run was, quote-unquote, the shift by Milan Lucic, which went semi-viral on YouTube. Yep. If you remember, what was that like on the ice or the bench? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was early on in the, in the final game, and he was, he was a man on a mission. Um, <laughs> He, he was a beast and uh, no one was going to stop him there. He was just going through two or three guys and, you know, he ran over Jordan Benfield, who was a big, big tough guy at the time in the league. And, you know, just his physicalness set the tone for the game and uh, kind of let the other team know that we were going to, we were ready and they better be at their best. And, you know, it really got the fans going and the guys pumped up and, you know, definitely that's a memorial highlight there that, uh, you know, it was key for us early on to, to win the to win the championship. And that was against Medicine Hat too, right? Yep, yep, yeah, that was. Yeah, so you guys got revenge for the uh, WHL. Yeah, yeah, nice it was that. funny. The WHL just played uh, the Game Seven double overtime game. Uh, I think uh, ten days ago or something like that. Uh, they streamed it, and I actually watched it. And I've never seen the game, and they say it's one of the best Western Hockey League games ever played because it's Game Seven double overtime in the finals and they had to stop the game a bunch of times because just fog was all over the ice and you couldn't even see down the ice or anything because really, you know, they had like 4,000 fans in that tiny arena and it was, just, <laughs> it was insane. I've never been a part of anything like that. And it's, obviously you like to win, but I'd take a moral cup over a WHL championship. <laughs> yeah. You guys must've played nine games against each other over the course of like two weeks, right? Yeah, like, exactly. That exactly. Must, wow. That must've been intense. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was uh you kind of know every little play they're going to do and every, you know, it all just came down to uh, execution at that time. But it, you know, it, it, it's crazy uh, to have a run like that. And at that time, I think 
you know, I played every game that year, 72 games, every playoff game, which was 20 something. And then a couple more old cups and you're playing over a hundred games that year, which is pretty insane to think about. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. So what would you say the most fun you've ever had playing hockey seeing as you've really played all over the world? Sorry, can you repeat that? I was kind of sorry. What was the uh, what, what's the most fun you've ever had playing hockey? Like seeing as you really you've played all over the world. Yeah, um, it's different times. Uh, I think junior hockey was the funnest for me. Um, we were so good for four years, and when you're winning and have teams like that, it's always fun going to the rink and uh, you know playing hockey. Um, you know, so that that four years of my junior career was very uh rememberable for me but uh for pro hockey definitely playing in the olympics i think uh anytime you can represent your country at the highest level and uh playing on a world stage like that you know there's that's something that gets you excited and i'll never forget you know playing against russia and just hearing the fans chanting usa for warm-ups and you're going out there and you just have goosebumps coming down your your whole body and you know you can't beat moments like that so um, we have some Olympic questions also coming up, but you also played for Team USA at the World Juniors. I mean, what is it like playing one of those tournaments where, you know, most of the guys who are on your team you've played against and junior and stuff like that? Yeah, that was – sorry, it keeps breaking up for some reason. I don't know what's going on. Uh, you said World Juniors, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah World Juniors, um, you know, that's another exciting tournament. Um, played two years of that, and, you know, like you said, you're playing – me playing in Canada as a as an American, you're playing against you know those guys all the time, and Jamie Ben, you know, Vander Kane, my teammate, playing against those guys in the Ottawa tournament, and you know what a what you look back in that 2019, what a team they had, every one of those guys, you know, John Tavares, they're all superstars in the NHL, and um, it's pretty insane to think about you're playing in Canada with 18,000 people, and you know, you're the enemy, you're playing on New Year's Eve night, and you know, that game was uh, pretty wild, actually, too. <laughs> so you played for Team USA at the 2018 Olympics. What did it mean to represent your country on that stage? Yeah, it was, like I said uh, just earlier, it was it's the biggest honor you could do. Um, you know, for me uh, to represent, you know, the best country in the world and uh, being at the highest level and, you know, playing a sport is pretty awesome. Um for me, you know, the coolest part about it was just, you know, hanging around in the Olympic Village and seeing all the other world athletes and, you know, just hearing their stories of how how they, you know, how they got to where they are. And, you know, it's a little different from hockey because, you know, hockey's like a full-time year sport every year and these guys wait every four years to, to prove their stuff. So, you know, the mentality of what they have compared to, you know, ours is a little different. So it's just cool to kind of be in that in the same uh the same realm of them for the couple of weeks that were there and um you know the best part was uh the opening ceremonies walking out as a as a group with team usa and you know hearing the united states of america and walking out and it, it was so cool mm-hmm. so um at those olympics and also in russia yeah you faced off against one of my favorite all-time players pavel Datsuk. what's it like playing against a guy like that yeah, he's he's insane. Um, even in the NHL, playing against them, uh, there's a 
one clip in Nashville when he's walking through four of us and I'm on the ice for it. So uh, <laughs> my buddies like to send me that clip of, uh, every once in a while, you know, and um, fighting against him in, you know, like you said, the KHL and Olympics and what a special player he is um, all over the ice, defensively, offensively. Um, you know, he he's a Hall of Famer for sure. And um, it's pretty cool. I actually got a signed stick by him. Uh, oh, nice. Pl- yeah. Playing against him in the KHL. And uh, so it's pretty cool to have, a, you know, a player like that sign a stick for you. That's awesome. So who would yeah, you say? I was best- like, I actually asked him. I'm like, hey, like, uh, you know, can I, you think I get a stick? I have, you've burned me twice in the NHL, you know, comparison. <laughs> You know, so, you know, the least you could do is sign me a stick. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> who, would you, who would you say is the best is the best player you've ever played with or against? Um, I would say against would probably be Patrick Kane. Um, uh-huh. You know, playing in Nashville, you have that rivalry with Chicago. And, uh, you know, just every time he was on the ice, he was so dangerous, his hands and his, uh, the way he moves and, it's impossible to touch him out on the ice. So, you know, playing against him, I always knew. I'm like, holy crap, you know, like, it's almost like you just, you give him a really good gap because you don't want to get embarrassed by yeah. the way, uh, by the way he touches the puck and handles the puck. So, uh, you know, uh, I would say Kaner for sure. And then, you know, on a different aspect, uh, you know, Ovechkin, he, he's just so physically dominant and big. And, uh, you know, you go to cross check that guy and, he doesn't even budge <laughs> it's like it's pretty unfair to be honest and you know i played against yager too he was the same way just you know you can't you can't move those guys you know being a smaller yeah. defenseman they're just so big and strong and but for me definitely uh, i would say patrick kane if you had to pick one what would be the most memorable moment in your career oh uh Let's see. I would have to say the most memorable moment would probably probably winning the the championship, Memorial Cup championship. I think you know, anytime you don't win championships often, and you know, I played pro for eleven years and I haven't even come close to to winning one. So um, even if it's at junior level, it's just so hard to do. Um, and I guess that doesn't happen much. So winning with that group of guys was something special and. A couple of years ago, we had our uh, 10-year reunion as a team, and you know, to see everyone again, it was it was pretty special. That's for sure. That's cool. Would you say the game over in Sweden is any different than the NHL? Um, uh, yeah, I would say obviously NHL is the best of the best, and it's so skilled. And uh, and Sweden. Uh, I found it actually extremely hard at the start and difficult. Um, sorry, it's just pouring rain right now, guys. <laughs> California. To be, um, but it's just the pace of the play is really high. And, you know, there's not a lot of room on the ice to make plays. And uh, I think that kind of maybe hurts the skill level at times. Yeah. But um, Sweden was definitely a league that took me, uh, uh, you know, a while to adjust to that play just because – everyone's just go, go, go. And it kind of felt like a college schedule. You know, you play two games a week and everyone's rested. Everyone's ready to go, you know, a million miles an hour. And, uh, you know, it's different from any other pro league I played where, you know, you have to travel a lot and you, you run into a tired team or, 
you know, a team that's played three games in four days or whatever, and, and Sweden kind of everyone's fresh every every week, ready to go. Is is the style of play any different over there? Yeah, like I said, just the the pace of the play. I think it's just everyone's in your face at like every every time you get the puck, you lift your head and boom, there's a guy right on you. Right. I right. think you know, in in Russia, it was definitely um, more skilled and more uh, kind of like trap you know, more trappy, like not so hard on the four check and neutral mm-hmm. zone and stuff like that. Um, but Sweden was just kind of just go, go, go. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you mess up, just skate as hard as you can type thing. So a lot of prospects have been popping up from Sweden lately. Is there anybody that you sort of have insider info who we should be watching out for in the future? Yeah, a lot of good players. Um, this year I played with Albert uh, Johansson. Uh, He's with the Red Wings, right? 19 year old defenseman to uh, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, he was my defense partner the whole year, and man, he's going to be a special player. He, he could skate like the wind, and he's not the biggest guy yet. Um, when he has a little more size and stuff, he's going to be he's going to be a really special player. I, I feel like um, just the way he could skate, and he's got no panic level. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd look at him skate around the net with two four checkers on him, and I'd be like, come on, like. Panic, 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 and he would not. He would just be so, you know, just you look at his face and no, no panic, just so calm, and yeah. you know he's going to be a, a guy. I think that's going to do really well in the next few years in North America. Um, and I guess one closing question because we went a little bit longer than I said. My bad. Um, that's nah, all right. But um, uh-huh. but um, so you grew up in California. How has the youth hockey scene there changed in the past while? Oh man, it's. It's incredible. Hockey's uh, hockey's very, very popular now. And um, you look at what's going on. Uh, the Ducks have built uh, this huge facility in Irvine, California, four rinks. I think they put $150 million into it. Um, it's just, you know, that, that was definitely not there when I was playing hockey. There was only a couple of rinks. But um, the Ducks and the Kings have bought you know, a lot of the local rinks and put a lot of money into it and have really done a good job growing the game of hockey. And it's exciting to see. You got um, a lot of coaches that know what they're talking about now down here. And I think that definitely helps because, you know, you see just a lot of coaches sometimes, you know, they say they played in Canada or whatever, and they think they're qualified to, you know, charge kids a lot of money for, you know, lessons and stuff like that. But, you know, now you got a lot of coaches that, ex-professionals down there really really showing the game how it is and it's exciting to see because hockey is uh hockey's huge down here and i love that because like i said when i was growing up there was nothing (laughs) all right um that's all i have you guys have anything else sir i'm all set i'm good all right sweet all right thank you for coming on i appreciate it yeah no problem guys thanks for having me take care yeah have a good one What's up, guys? Yeah, Sean here. It's cutting the podcast now. Sorry for the sort of abrupt ending, um, but uh, the last bit didn't work. Uh, I think that you know we're still obviously seven episodes. We're still sort of throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks, and that did not stick. Uh, we're gonna th- upload that bit as a video special on the website, though, or at website and YouTube channel, I guess. So you're gonna be able to watch that. We just did a quick quiz with Corum, and the way that we did the answers, you held up the notepad to the screen. That that doesn't really work. 
for a podcast because I forgot to announce what everybody answered and stuff like that. So we now know how to do better in the future. We also hope we can make that a regular thing on the YouTube channel. Definitely stole the idea from Bar Down, but uh, I think it's something that it was it was fun. Uh, and obviously the questions were a little harder than I thought they're going to be. Um, but John actually held his own pretty well. Corum, I mean, Corum doesn't follow hockey as closely as the rest of us. So, I mean, it was bound to happen, but we do appreciate him coming on as usual. Great guy. He is our David Ayers, our Scott Foster. He is our e-bug. He shows up when we need him to, and he's there. Um, so, anyways, again, thanks to John and Corm coming on per usual. Again, Alden, if you're listening to this, sorry we missed you. And I, I, I guess because we had to cut half the podcast, you can say we do need you to operate. Um, definitely was a lot easier to record without Roblox sound effects, though. But, um, anyways, I, th- I appreciate you guys listening. Um, you know, definitely – we're all bored right now. I mean, I'm not bored because I'm doing this, but uh, you know, we're just trying to put out content. Um, you know, I mean, John drove to my driveway and stood and <laughs> stood like 20 feet away just so we could uh, just so we could record a video. So I mean, we're uh, we're we're to everybody's antsy right now, but you know, it's gonna it's gonna turn around. Hopefully, we can see some hockey in October. You know, if you need any motivation to stay home, it's you're gonna be able to see your favorite team screwed up soon sooner if you do what you're supposed to. So anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Check us out on emptynetspecialist.com, um, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, very inactive Twitter page, only two followers. But I mean, Twitter's not really my favorite thing. But um, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you all have a good one. Stay safe. And we're going to try to get some video content and NHL Jam out this weekend so you guys can play, watch, listen, whatever you do. Just um, stay safe. Have a good one.